Welcome to Scanner School. I am so excited to bring this podcast episode to you because this is something I thought I would never be able to do with the way things have been going. I am completely redoing my basement, which means I'm getting a brand new radio room. And I want to tell you all about what that means to not only me, but also to you. Coming up right now on Scanner School. All units stand three. It now appears as though shots are being fired. All officers use caution. It has been confirmed. Suspects are armed and are firing at police. Hey, welcome to Scanner School. My name is Phil Lichtenberger, and I've been in the Scanner Radio hobby since about the time I can crawl. And in that time, in the last four decades, I have accumulated a whole lot of information and knowledge about the scanner radio hobby, and this is what I want to pass along to you. But the whole point of today's episode is really to tell you about how I am redoing my scanner radio room, what that's going to mean for the podcasting, how that's going to also benefit you guys as well, listening and also future seeing the videos, and also some lessons learned that I'm going to kind of carry over to the new radio room. So what basically is the background here? So I moved into my house a little more than 20 years ago, and I set up a temporary radio location in the basement. And I'm thinking like extremely temporary, right? What I basically did was I dropped a desk in a corner, or not even really in a corner, but against a wall. I threw up a shelf, very basic shelf, and I started mounting some scanner radios to it. And that was basically it. It allowed me to have a computer. And then, I mean, the desk wasn't even really big enough for a computer monitor, a keyboard, and another radio on the desk. It was very tight. The wall had cables going up and down it. It was a disaster. It was a complete disaster. The antenna initially was basically just a disc cone up in the attic. In fact, I still use that antenna. That, That antenna does work great. But that was how my station was set up. And... How did I run that coax cable? Well, very simply, what I did was I ran it through basically the gap in the construction that surrounds my vent pipe for the plumbing, right? Because I was set up in the basement and I'm putting the antenna up in the attic. So what I really did was I found a couple of nuts and bolts, basically, or just basically some, some nuts, and I tied them to a piece of string and I dropped it from the attic right next to the plumbing stack. And I would just let it go down the wall through the gap and if it snagged on something I'd pull up on it just a little bit and you know let it drop a little bit and hopefully gravity would do its do its thing and eventually it did right the the string went all the way down to the basement floor I tied another string up to that or what I did was I basically tied the coax up to it. I can't remember which way I did it but in the end I have a chase now I basically have a, or I have a snake that runs from the basement to the to the attic so I can continue to pull wires as necessary but uh, it's run with RG6. Very simple, RG6, F connector on both ends. Yeah, because that's all I had at the time. And then from F, I went to BNC. On the antenna side, I went to an N connector. 
And that was my setup. That was my setup for several years. And it worked. It was functional. Eventually, then I ended up putting an antenna outside the house. My ham radio antenna was outside the house. And those are all still routed to my temporary setup in the basement. Fast forward several years later, and we had a major plumbing issue. The uh, main drain in the house collapsed, and uh, we had to have the basement floor dug up. And as luck would have it, that is exactly where my temporary radio setup was. Now, at this point, that temporary setup has been there for about, I'm going to say 14 years. (laughs) So I relocated everything to the exact opposite corner of the basement that would eventually become my temporary office, which is where you guys have all seen me and had my recordings from. But even that was temporary. That was a temporary quick move to get everything over there. I ended up having two L-shaped desks set up in there, one uh, hugging what is a wall and then into free space because I only had three walls in that room. And the other one, again, hugging another wall and into basically the rest of the room. And uh, it was a disaster. It was always just something that was quickly set up. I only had one cable that was running from my antenna to the radio room. And of course, that was quickly done again with RG6 as a temporary measure. And I had that one set up that way for the last, since I started podcasting, for about six years now. Temporary. So we're looking at basically a temporary setup that lasted me two decades. What I'm trying to say is, yeah, it was never my final design, and I was limited by what I could do. But we'll talk about more of that, about that at the end of the podcast here. This explains, though, why when I was going live on YouTube and when I was doing tutoring sessions and even when I was creating some YouTube videos that there was a white background behind me. I had to put something up because from the view of my camera, you got the entire basement set up. And that wasn't something I was, I was really looking forward to sharing with everybody. And to kind of give you a better idea, this was basically a three-walled room. It was, uh, well, let's put it this way. It was a L-shaped area of the basement. And I took basically the hockey stick side of the, the L, and uh, that became mine for the office. But it was a disaster. It wasn't something I was proud of, something that I wanted to share with everybody. And I was always jealous when I saw other people's radio stations and their setups and it's just one of these deals but again we're going to talk more about that at the end of the podcast but what i want to do here is i want to make sure that i thank my patreon supporters because without you guys the last 299 episodes of the podcast wouldn't really be here you guys help to keep me going and if you want to become a patreon supporter get the podcast early and get the podcast without this upcoming break Go to scannerschool.com slash Patreon. Everybody else, we'll catch you all in just a second. Chances are pretty good that you shop online and buy things online. So whether it's Amazon or eBay or Scanner Master, maybe you got a new radio and you're going to buy new software from Butel. You can help support the podcast with your online purchases. If you use our support page before buying things online, you can support our show without it costing you a single So before you buy your groceries, your golf balls, your socks, or maybe a new radio, software, or whatever it is, we would love it if you could use our affiliate links before you make that purchase. And this will help support the show at no additional cost to you. Go to scannerschool.com slash support to find out how you can help us out. Thanks again. 
Do you feel lost when it comes to the scanner hobby? Are you looking for someone to answer your questions? Do you have a new radio and you need help understanding how it works? Or are you working on a big project and need somebody to bounce ideas off of? Do you need a little bit more personal assistance than what you can get from an online community? And are you looking for somebody to dedicate their attention and their time to helping you out when it comes to getting you unstuck with whatever it is that you are struggling with when it comes to the scanner radio hobby? I'm here to do just that. See, you can book me for a session right now where I'll sit on Zoom and do a video or a screen share with you just as if I am sitting across the table and helping you out. You can book your tutoring session right now by going to scannerschool.com tutoring. I can't wait to help you out. Unication's G2 to G5 pages are great additions to your radio collection. Not only can they alert you with two-tone pager activations, but they can also monitor your local P25 simulcast systems that many scanner radios have problems receiving. And of course, many of our scanner school listeners are happily using their Unication pagers to scan their local trunk systems. How do I know? Because they've reached out to tell me. My company, East Coast Pagers, is an authorized Unication, Swiss phone, and Apollo pager dealer. We not only support departments and agencies, but also the home hobby user as well. Find us online at eastcoastpagers.com. Okay, so I've got now a blank slate in front of me. I've got four walls. I've got a door. I've got a ceiling. I have an area that I'm proud of, but it's a blank canvas. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about what the criteria is of this new office and what I was looking for. Well, it needed four walls. I needed a door to shut out the outside noise. I needed also soundproofing in there and i've got that a little bit i put some sound dampening insulation in the the ceiling and the two exterior walls but i i don't know why i didn't put it against the tv room or the laundry room i can't remember why we didn't do that but hey that ship has sailed (laughs) it's just the way it's going to be that basically means no podcasting and no live streaming while you know somebody's watching tv or this laundry getting done but I needed to have my own personal space, right? I also, while demolition had finalized and before construction began, I ran almost 700 feet of LMR 400 in my basement. Just in my basement, I have a line going from my ham radio antenna, my scanner antenna, and one feature. And that one goes along a 32-foot wall and a 24-foot wall, okay? And of course, this extra coiled up on either end because I didn't know exactly where my termination points would be, at least on the office side. I also have a line going to my HF antenna where that comes into the house, another ham radio antenna that comes in the house. And then I ran three more extra lines. I go up the wall and exit the house immediately. And this one I'm kind of hoping to use maybe for satellite work or shortwave radio listening or something like that. I just want to put antenna outside basically my radio listening station. And of course, this will all be shared with how things are set up coming up on a YouTube video. I also ran two-inch PVC behind one of the finished walls that go from the unfinished laundry room area to the corner. And I'm putting an access panel in there so I can continue to run anything I need to run behind the wall as an option. Of course, I've got drop ceilings so I can run across the, we'll call it the studio, or the radio room as well. I also needed plenty of outlets in this room. (laughs) 
It's funny to say, but I was stealing power from everywhere. Every outlet that I could grab in that corner of the basement, and I was even stealing power from the other room with extension cords. It was a disaster. So every wall has at least two outlets on it. The longest wall has three outlets on it. And every single outlet location is doubled up with two outlets per box, basically. I should have plenty of grounded outlets in that basement side of the house. I also put in a 220 line so that I can run a linear amplifier. And if uh, I have room, it'd be really cool to have that in a generator as well, but um, we'll see how we can talk. The transfer panel is actually going in very shortly. So let's talk about what is going into this room. Well, again, we talked about at the beginning of the temporary side of things, I have two L-shaped desks. Well, the great thing is, is that one of these L-shaped desks is now going to hug two walls of this office. And that L-shaped desk is going to become my operating desk. So on there, I am going to have room for a transmitter side or a hand radio side and also a scanning side. I need to create space for my old Drake equipment that I have. I have a uh, an R4, I think an R4TX, R4RX, I think is what it is. I also have the antenna tuner and the speaker power supply. I have a whole matching set, some meters and whatnot that have to go along with that that I really want to have on display and also usable. That's the key point here, right? I also have a couple of modern HF radios I want to set up, some VHF and UHF radios, some SWR and power meters, right? A full operating transmitting station. But on the other side, I want to have all my scanner radio stuff and some other shortwave radio receivers. And again, I got to make sure I am able to easily get to them, modify what's on the screens or be able to push buttons. And I think by separating my shack in two different sides, right now is the way to go. On the scanner radio side of things, I need to have plenty of shelves because I have plenty of radios. I also need to have some audio management, some data management, communications management there. Both sides need to have DC power management, jumpers and coax management, switches and splitters, and again, computer interfaces. There's going to be a lot of things hidden behind panels or shelves done very nicely. I'm actually hoping to be able to take my time and not make this another temporary setup here. But a lot of this, a lot of what I'm explaining to you here is not just important to me, but it's important to what I want to bring to the podcast and bring to you. So now that I have a new radio room, what I'm doing is going to become a lot more video friendly. And what I mean by that is we no more prepping or putting up shelves or sheets as background. I'll be able to grab radios a lot more easily off the shelf and put them front and center so that we can look at them together on video. And the best part about this is when I do go live, I'll have a nice setup behind me of radios that are on and operating instead of just a blank canvas sheet, right? There's always this thing, right? It says walk the walk if you're going to talk the talk. Well, I've been doing the talk for 299 episodes and I didn't have a decent background behind me. I can't wait to show you guys what is coming. But you don't have to wait long. So what I've been doing is as I have been waiting for construction to complete, I have been recording small little videos showing what is becoming of this space. And I will be putting those onto my short form content channels, such as YouTube Shorts, TikTok, Instagram Reels, and also Facebook. So if you follow us on any of those platforms, you'll start to 
see some of the behind the scenes as we build out this radio platform. But we're also going to make full-on videos on how I'm setting up this radio room. And that includes crimping down DC connectors and wiring things into my power supply. It's going to be how to put connectors onto my LMR 400 that I ran. Because again, I've got plenty of LMR 400 sitting around here. Running multi-couplers and jumpers. Maybe even building the shelves and that whole setup on that as well. There's going to be a lot coming. There's going to be a lot of ideas in my head that I want to put into real digestible content here. And that's the great thing about what I'm doing now. I'm starting over. I'm starting fresh. This is going to allow me now to kind of refresh everybody who's been listening since episode one and also catching people up that haven't been listening since episode one on some of the basics of setting up your own shack. I'm very excited to bring this to you. And I want to really exit with this information here. There is nothing wrong with having a temporary setup or what you feel is a temporary setup, okay? That's the moral here. For 20 years, I've lived with what I've called a temporary setup. I was never happy with the way it was. I always had bigger visions for what my radio room would become, but it's okay. It doesn't matter if you have a radio on a desk, two radios on a table, something in a bookcase or behind a armoire right? Or a, uh, something that you can close the doors on and, and keep out of sight and then open the doors on when, you know, it's time to use your radios. There's nothing wrong with keeping a radio in a backpack or a bag and taking it out and putting it on the kitchen table. Wherever you call home, wherever you put your radio is your radio listening station. And it's okay to have a very simple setup. It's okay to have a rat's nest of cables and coax. And it's okay to have a little bit of OCD and want things perfect. Whatever it is that you have set up, and if it works for you, that's awesome. Just enjoy the hobby. Because for the last 20 years, having a hodgepodge in a mess and total chaos as a radio listening station hasn't really held me back on enjoying the hobby. And that's really the moral of this story here. So I have a question now for you. What would you have in your radio room if you could have anything? Or what would you have done differently in your radio room? What's your wish list? Or maybe even let's share some pictures of what it is that we have set up. The greatest place to do that is over in our Discord server by going to scannerschool.com slash Discord. But if you are anti-Discord, again, don't forget we also have a Facebook community that is up and running over at scannerschool.com slash Facebook group. It's whatever is easiest for you, although the Discord server is more real-time. With that, thanks for listening, and next week is episode 300. I can't wait to see you on that side of the podcast. Before we wrap up this week's podcast, I want to take a minute here to thank all of our Patreon supporters. 
Alan Gonzalez, Arthur Heron, Bill Kay, Bob Robbs, Bob Middleton, Brandon Sammons, Brian Arsenal, Chris Paris, Classic Hank, Craig Harper, Dan, Daniel Chiavolella, Dave Pasco, David, David C., David Kuzneski, David Robertson, Danny Crotty, Ed Walsh, Glenn Davos, Greg Johnson, I Hate Junk Mail, Jack Haycock, Jacques Berry, Jake Jacobson, James Felling, Jay Reed, Jeff Block, Jeff Chapman, Jeff Waldrop, Jenny Taylor, Jim B., Jim Heinrich, John Cordoff, John Keel, John Sweeney, John Derby, John Goldenberg, John Joshua Robb, Ken Newberry, Kenneth Fowler, Kevin's Wiki, Lenny Bauer, Les Stevenson, Lloyd R., Luke Hartnett, Mark Beebe, Mason Kramer, Michael Gorman, Michael Kroger, Michael Meadows, Mike Lopez, Mike Piltz, Nicholas Stenger, Paul Bowling, Paul Teal, Randy Young, Raymond Hill, Rich Palmieri, Ronnie Box, Scott Lefgren, Thomas Giampino, Todd Glendie, and William Arcand. Find out more about Patreon and our support tiers by visiting scannerschool.com slash Patreon. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you again next week. 73.